Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Thomas Jelmy. Thomas, you are the founder of Jelmy Interpersonal Development. You're found on the web at jelmy.coach. And that's G-E-L-M-I dot coach. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on your show. It's an honor. You are in Switzerland, and I'm so grateful that you're you're joining us today. Tell us about your work and, and you know, exactly like who you're working with and what you do. Yeah. I'd love to. Uh, I work with managers, people in leading positions in organizations across industries, across cultures, people who have influence on others, Uh, top management, middle management, sometimes team leaders. And uh, that's what I get up for in the morning to help them embrace and connect with their humanness, so to speak, with human aspects and bring them into their leadership. You know, what's often referred to as a soft factor or soft skills, as opposed to the numbers and figures and and hard skills. Um, This is so often underestimated. And I help them develop these uh, skills and these aspects because they are often the game changer. Yeah. Thomas, why do you think that we get into a work environment and when we, you know, obviously there's, here's here's what my observations are kind of, you know, back to when I was working in an office in a kind of a corporate environment, you know, it's like there was, you know, when we were on task or when I was responsible for, for leading a team, um, like there was kind of the social side of of you know, showing up in work and that sort of thing. And then there was the business side. And and oftentimes um, I worked for leaders that, you know, I just, I couldn't get comfortable around. And yeah. and it was just not a really great dynamic. And yeah. like, I didn't, it's it's almost like I, I wanted them. And I remember feeling like this as, as someone, it's like, man, if you just tell me, generally what the goals are and let me maybe it's just a personality thing right um but when i felt like i was micromanaged or when i had yeah. to adapt and conform uh and i had no say in the matter boy did i wither i really I completely demotivated me whereas of opposed course. to i think today as a leader you know i, I really want to focus on well here's the overall, here are the goals and I need every idea. You're on the front line. Help me see what I can't see as a leader. That's my style today. I'm probably not perfect at it. Um, but, but what are your observations on kind of the dynamic I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, open doors with me, <laughs> with what you just described, you know, 
Uh, I tend to say that regardless of whether a business is in the B2B sector, like serving other businesses, or the B2C segment, which is uh, uh, serving custom or consumers, it's always H to H. It's human to human. It's human beings. 100% of all employees and customers of any organization are human beings. And that's why what you just describes, uh, described happens so often when people feel like they're at the heart of things, they're involved, their contribution matters, mm. their opinion matters, they will do what is necessary to, you know, satisfy clients' needs and make happy customers because they want to. It's like the most normal thing to do as opposed to them feeling at the periphery of things and and just do what I tell you to do and you're like a number. Mm. So this these human aspects that include empathy, emotional intelligence, really connecting with people and caring for them, they are so often underestimated and they often fall by the wayside because there's so much pressure in the organizations. So leaders, managers are under pressure to deliver, to achieve goals, to deliver results, to drive things forward. And that's what they focus on. And that's the reason why what sounds like common sense is often not so common in organizations. Right. Yeah, it's not rocket science, but this is what makes the difference. As you just said, whether you feel like you count and you're seen as a human being and appreciated and valued or not, this makes or breaks. This, this is the decisive factor that makes you go extra miles because you want to, or that makes you, uh, you know, slow down and work by the rule book and that's it. Worst case, you become a quiet quitter. Very worst case, you quit. Yeah. Um, what's and I've seen this, so it's, I'm embarrassed that I'm asking this question. What's quiet quitting? <laughs> I think quiet I know quitting. what it is, yeah. but I'd love yeah, to think yeah. on it because this yeah, is, yeah. It's, been, it's, been, it's been a bit. Yeah, it's been kind of a buzzword recently. Uh, well, it's like an internal quitting. I'm still there. I still show up for work. I still get up every morning and go to work. But internally, I'm already gone. I do the bare minimum so that I don't run into trouble. But that's it. That's it. I quit quietly. Yeah, I've seen yeah. another acronym that I've heard use uh, PMO, physically in, mentally out. <laughs> you know, ooh, physically I'm showing ooh, yeah. up, but yeah, yeah I'm, I, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not fully and, there. And of course, as a leader, you don't want an organization full of uh, PMOs or, 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 or of course quitters, not. otherwise. Yeah, of course not. And the problem is that, you know, all these things that we're just discussing, these human aspects, they take time. They take, you know, it takes uh, taking time to have conversations with people, listen to their concerns, uh, ask them how they are, etc., and all of that. And of course, Show me a manager who feels like, yeah, I have enough time. I can do that. I can just, you know, go and talk to people. No, of course not. Because, you know, you don't have time just like that for talking to people and having conversations that go beyond just the daily uh, tasks and responsibilities that go, that are also about them as human beings. Um, 
you don't just have this time, you have to take this time. And when do you take time? When it's important, right? Then if you deem it important, you take time for it. So there, that, that's where it all begins. The importance you give and the priority you give to establishing and keeping connections and relationships with people. And all of that depends on what kind of relationship you're in yourself, with yourself, right? Because it all depends on how it looks like inside view. That colors everything you say, you do, how you show up. That's why the longer I am in this business of executive and leadership coaching, the more I see that leadership development, end of the day, is personality development. Yeah. If we are in a position where we are a leader of leaders and we know that, like, we're not where we want to be, like, you know, it does feel, you know, maybe we're having issues with turnover, maybe we're have issues with productivity, and we're just not hitting goals in the way that maybe we did maybe pre pandemic, for example. Um, And and we recognize that there's likely work that we can be doing with our middle managers and, and so forth. What can we do to inspire um, this, you know, more human to human approach among those that are, you know, kind of in the middle. Yeah. Be a role model, show the example, be the example, show up with confidence and optimism in the midst of adversity. Model the behavior you want to see in your team, whether you're a leader of leaders or whether you're a leader of a team or whether you're a parent to children, show them how it's done. Show them how you deal with the adversity. Show them that even though it looks like things are falling apart, you can still believe in a positive outcome and be confident and and manage your own energy, you know, manage your own mindset and attitude because this is the strongest influence you can have on other people, right? It's not done by telling them, yeah, be confident. Show them what <laughs> confidence looks like. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. There ain't yeah. no way you're going to say, you know, you need to listen to people better. I'm not going to yeah. do it, but you need to. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, probably everyone who's listening to this has experienced being in a meeting and then this one person comes in, enters the room, and the whole energy in the room shifts often to the negative, but it can also shift to the positive because there's just so much energy coming because the person is just, they believe that it's going to work out well and we can do it, right? Thomas, how do you work with organizations and leaders? Hmm. Well, it depends on whether I work with one specific leader and then it's a one-on-one executive coaching process or whether it's a whole group of leaders that go through a program. So I do leadership development programs that stretch over six to 12 months with groups of leaders that come together uh, and go through this program. That's one way, or individually, as I just said. What I often do is, uh, especially in the executive coaching format, I start with a 360 degree feedback process, which is all about gathering feedback from those you work with most often, the stakeholders you work with, your boss, colleagues, peers on the same uh, level, direct reports, 
any other people who you interact uh, with. And this is uh, often an online uh, questionnaire that then generates an anonymized report that I look at with this leader and say, okay, this is where your people, your most important stakeholders, see your qualities, your strengths, they really appreciate in you. And this is where they might appreciate change. And that's a valuable resource that we can then use to say, okay, what are we going to work on over the next few months? Like, you want to become a better listener? Okay, let's look at this. And then we proceed, you know, coaching sessions, practical application of the insights gained, coming back, how did it go, what worked well, etc. It's It's like a process. Uh, a cyclic process over six to 12 months, ideally, because we're talking about the change of habits in an adult person. That's not a, a light switch that you just flick, say, okay, as of tomorrow, I'm going to do this differently. <laughs> it's baby steps, fine tuning, little changes here and then over time that produce new habits, right? And that's where I then go off board. I leave yeah. the ship. Yeah. Yeah. You've worked with some big players, a uh, world yes. trade organization, Siemens, Red Bull, Ford, FIFA. Yes. Uh, you've, you've, and, and many other big companies. Uh, yes. Your website is jelmi.coach, G E L M I.coach. coach. Um, what would you recommend for someone that's come across our podcast? Maybe they Googled you, found this episode. Now they've heard a conversation with you and they're like, hmm, they're kind of scratching their chin wondering, I wonder, <laughs> you know, if Thomas would be, you know, if Thomas mm. can help us, um, yeah. what would you recommend those next steps be? Well, reach out to me, send me a, a form through my website, connect with me on LinkedIn um, and just yeah, start a conversation with me. I'm really happy to uh, to exchange thoughts and uh, and assist. Yeah, that's the best it, way. Yeah, again, that that is on. Um, you have the form right on your website again, gelme.coach. Um, to our friend that's listening to our podcast episode, just click around. You'll you'll find the show notes. We've got a direct link, Thomas, to your website. Um, you've also been featured in USA Today, HuffPo, Forbes. Um, you, you're you're well respected for for your thought leadership. And uh, Thomas, it's been a great uh, pleasure having you, Thomas Jelmy again, gelme.coach. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, 
seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.